0: Welcome to the Paranormal Journal, sponsored by the Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society. The opinions voiced on this show are based on the host and his personal experiences and research into the supernatural. All opinions are just that opinions. So sit back and enjoy.
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Paranormal Journal. This show is pre recorded, so don't try to get in the chat room because of, you know, chat room. So tonight's episode will be on the Duncan case that myself and Don Frank uh started uh way back in shoo, 2010. Uh, I'm gonna have Don coming on with me here in a few minutes and uh talking about the case that uh, pretty much launched us onto uh, national television and basically got uh you know our name out there to the world to uh Everyone uh, who the Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society was which was uh, pretty awesome put us out there on the front line and uh, It kind of generated a lot of cases for us and it was pretty awesome, you know, we uh, met uh, Don I think Don had got this case for us and uh, Got a, ta- a family basically getting terrorized uh, by uh, a former owner and uh it's a pretty interesting case that kind of came full circle for us. And uh, I'm going to bring Don on right now and let him uh,
2: say hello to everybody. What's up, Don? Hey, bud. How you doing? What's up, brother? Not a whole lot. How are you? It's great, man. Great. Great to have you on the show tonight, man. Good. I'm glad to be on, man.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Our first case, uh, like uh, being on national
2: television, was a doozy, wasn't it? Yes, it was for sure. The Duncan case was freaking awesome, dude. dude we had, had a lot of activity in that place.
1: It was, dude. You yeah, know, we did not really know what the hell we were doing back then, but uh, you know, we were we were getting stuff, man. It was unbelievable, but it we went through a lot of uh trials and tribulations at the beginning, but you know what, man? we we made it. We're here still doing it almost twenty years later, you know, twenty years later, you know, we're still banging away at this stuff it's hard to believe it's been that long already. I know, dude, it's, it's insane, man. It's, you know, from just me and you meeting up at a, you know, a, a meetup kind of thing, you know, meeting you with a, on a meet up and then making our own group, you know, which has outlasted a whole lot of other paranormal groups in this field. I'll tell you that. Yeah, really. I mean, we've taken our little breaks, you know, from here, you know, here and there when, it, but, uh, I'll tell you what, man, I, It's been a ride for us. It just keeps getting better, too, man. It's not getting any worse. It's getting better, actually.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with you on
1: that. So we will. uh, You know, Laura, I did talk to Laura, which Laura uh, Caldwell was one of the uh, owners of the house. And um, she will be coming on. We're going to do an episode. We're going to revisit this uh, case file on here with her. And uh, basically she's going to tell us all about, you know, her experiences uh, from the beginning until the, the very end when they moved out. So, and uh, they did move out. So, you know, it's a very interesting case from, I, I believe
2: you're the one that got this case. Wasn't you done? Yeah, actually I had gotten this case from my job, believe it or not. I had uh, one of my patients that had told me about Laura and, you know, her kids and the stuff that was going on in the house. And, uh, I just, you know, I told her, I said, you know, Hey, I, you know, I have a buddy named John and I, we have, you know, we run Harrisburg Paranormal society and, uh, you know, we definitely want to help you out if we can. Um, cause I knew it involved, you know, her kids. So, uh, that was definitely something that I wanted to help in any way that we were able to do so <clears throat> excuse me so she gave me uh laura's info and uh, i contacted her uh called her up and just you know asked her a few questions of what was going on in the house and uh she told me of multiple things that you know they were experiencing there as far as the kids seeing things and uh uh them seeing just the random like figures popping out of nowhere like faces uh sounds disembodied voices uh, I said, I, and then I told her, I said, I wanted to reach out to you and uh, get a, you know, a date set and that we did. So we were at her place for like multiple, multiple times.
1: Yeah. I think we investigated that place for like a year or so.
2: Oh yeah. Cause it was that's, definitely over cause a I year or so. Yeah. Cause I think we, I think we originally started there back in 2009, didn't we?
1: Uh Yeah, I think I so.
2: I mean, we had yeah, been exactly into, I think was, yeah,
1: because Yeah, we started the group in 2000. We started Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society in 2006, I think it was. And uh, that was... Right. I mean, we didn't have... We weren't killing it with cases, you know what I mean, at first, because we didn't really know what the hell we were doing until, you know, we got an internet set up and, you know, uh, got, you know, the website and started getting more equipment. Once we started, it it was like all started falling in line, you know what I mean? It was like boom, 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 boom. We got we got equipment. We're getting a member. We got, we had Amy as a member. It was just
2: us three. We were like the three musketeers. You yeah. Know? And, uh, and you know, what was strange about that, John was whenever I had talked to the patient, uh, about this and I would always go there and I always talked to her about stuff that was, you know, that I was into as far as the paranormal. And she kept telling me about stuff going on in her house. And like I said, that's how I had hooked up with, uh, Laura. So it's kind of strange how that all worked itself out, you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. I know, um, so we've
2: been doing this for a long
1: time and yeah, you know, we first, the first couple of years, you know, you're kind of doing things that are, you know, we're not perfect, man. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people out, you know, paranormal group they start out and, you know, they think they're, everything they're doing is right. And, you know, because they're watching shows and this and that and, And but we you know, we never we did things like that when we first started, but we learned that you know it wasn't right. And we kind of changed the ways of how we did things, you know, we're like, okay, the TV shows are kind of full of it, so let's change, you know, how we're doing things and and stuff like that. And we did. Yeah, we we made the same mistakes that everybody else made, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we can get rid of this stuff with uh blessings, and I mean we fell into that whole genre of the TV thing that you can get rid of these things and in all reality. You can't, you know what I mean?
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah, we had. It's to worth a try, it in
1: a but. Direction. Yeah, I mean, it was like, this isn't working. You know what I mean? Like we we had our our failures with things, and and uh you know, it just you learn from a lot of your mistakes. But you know, when people were new at it, you know, you jump into things, you really don't know what you're jumping into until you actually jump in. You know, and then you're like, oh, no, oh, this is not what i expected you know what i mean like uh yeah we can't get rid of these things and our website says we can get rid of this and you know we we really can't get rid of it you know exactly and it just like the Duncan case you know we we investigated the hell out of that place and i'm gonna play a couple of clips that we caught out of there um but man i mean we investigated the hell out of that place and you know we did see something, you know, and, and the funny part is we seen it when it was time for the uh, production to be there. That was the weirdest
2: thing. That, that was fun, yeah.
1: I'm like, what the hell? I see something. Now, like we're standing outside, we're filming for the uh, episode of the Haunted, and uh, me and Don are both standing outside, and I see look like a figure pass between two trees, and I'm like, the hell was that? And you, and uh, you're like, what? And I was like, man, I thought I seen something he here. You seen something too? I was like, yeah, I seen something like going between these two trees. I said, do you see something too? Yeah, I seen like a figure, but it was going up that way. When I seen it up the road, I'm like, oh wow, that was
2: weird. Yeah, I was totally shocked that you were seeing the same thing that I was at the at that time, because I thought yeah, you had they- missed it.
1: You remember the producer? I think her name was Shelley. I think her. She said, "See what else? Yeah, we just seen something." She jumped in the car, hauled ass out of there, didn't she? <laughs> She's like, "I'm getting yes, out of Yes, <laughs> <laughs> she, she did. You want to have anything like, to do with that? <laughs> yeah, she was like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah, we definitely just seen something." And I uh, said, so "All the times we've been here, we never really seen anything. We heard a lot of things, like voices and footsteps and stuff like that, but we didn't really see anything." Amy, Amy actually seen something when we were actually. Getting ready to do the show. Remember, we were there setting up or something.
2: Yeah, she said she saw something uh, up the stairway, going up yeah, there. Yeah, she said
1: she seemed like a six foot figure, and that was the size of the guy who used to live there, Bill. Bill. Yep. Yeah. So a little history about the house was, you know, uh, Laura and Brad were newlyweds or whatever they had been married. They had some children, and they moved into this old house. You know. It was Fairly old. I think the house was built in like the 30s or something like that, 20s or 30s,
2: somewhere around there. Yeah, Uh,
1: the house had a lot of history to it, and uh, you know, it was it was a total wreck when they moved into it. And uh, Brad, being a contractor, he fixed the house up, and uh, you know, while he's fixing the house up, they're starting to experience you know paranormal activity. Not not as much at first, but uh, as the more he worked, uh, the more the uh, activity increased, and they were see things like uh they first I think they were started hearing things first they were hearing like like this heavy raspy breathing like you know like like a heavy kind of smoker would would uh be breathing like heavy like from smoking.
2: Yeah and I think uh, they got caught coughing too then they John
1: yeah yeah they were hearing coughing and uh like a like a cougher's uh cough, a smoker's cough and uh then it it, it finally Escalated to them seeing uh, like what would we would call like a mist, like uh, some kind of like white smoke kind of thing kind of glided across the the room right in front of their daughter. And they were like, whoa, what the hell was that? And they both seen it. And, you know, right in front of their daughter, I think it was kind of alarming to them. And I think that's what initially had them call us was that and when that happened.
2: And. Yes.
1: Um... Good. done.
2: Oh, no, I'm just saying she had, uh, I think they had said that she came from the kitchen into the living room. And as the daughter was running in there, they seen that uh, mist or fog following her. Uh, and that's, that's what they had seen at that particular time. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think then
1: they were, what they were seeing, uh, then they started seeing um, what, what looked like feet with boots on. Yeah, yep. And they would only see the boots. And then they're like, what the hell? We just thought we seen like boots. And then it would go from the boots to seeing boots to up to the knee. Kind of, it kind of progressed. Uh, it's, it's, uh, visual, you know, effects of what was going on. It was like the boots and then boots to the knees to where you can see a little bit of the legs. Then eventually it turned into, uh, Brad seeing a full bodied apparition come up out of the basement and step up onto the, uh, the dining room floor, and then just disappear.
2: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: That is, man. I mean, that was freaking awesome. I, I tell you what, that's probably one of the top five cases we investigated. I'd oh, absolutely, top five. Um, on a scale of one to ten, that was definitely like a ten. It was yeah, definitely a ten. Sure. It just, it just came around in such a, a big circle with everything. I mean, from the beginning of the case all the way to the end of the case. And it was, it was incredible to me. I think it was personally.
2: What do oh, you yeah. think? Oh, for sure. Cause you know, you figure how I ended up, you know, meeting Laura to begin with, you know, through my, my work, you know, and then getting in contact with her that way. And then going through the whole, uh, you know, investigation and trying to figure out what's going on in there until, you know, the show coming in. And you having a Psychic in there at some point, uh, we, we just seem like, and plus the family members, you know, they're, uh, the spirits that were there, their past family members that were, that they had come to the, you know, that were there with the show. Uh, they were just, the whole thing just kind of worked itself out. It was just it's amazing to me. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was, man. I'll tell you what. Even And even we found out, you know, once we started getting into the history of the house, we did find out who owned the house. We found out a lot of strange things that happened in that house that coincided with the family. And it started out, you know, we got on Animal Planet because the, dogs, the dog was being affected by this entity that was in the house, this, this haunting that was going on. So the dog was reacting to it. And uh, their dog's name was Leroy. So, you know, we start getting into the case, and the dog was a great dog. Never once barked at us or growled at us or never did anything like that. But uh, at some point when we were investigating, uh, me, Don, Amy, and the homeowner were upstairs in their bedroom, and the dog reacts to something paranormal in the house uh, in front of us. And we were actually filming it uh, as it was going on, and, and Don actually you know, felt something uh, kind of like a staticky kind of. I'll let you talk about it, but Don definitely felt something in the room, and everyone else after he felt it. Everyone else felt this activity in the room as well. So go ahead and tell what, you know what happened
2: to you. Well, yeah, because we had to go back to the house to actually get video for the show, and um, it just happened to be that that night seemed to me. I don't know about you, John, was the most active night that we had probably in the, what, five or six times that we were there. Yeah, I mean, we were walking down the hallway and heard a a
1: disembodied voice say something like, hey, or something like that. We all turned around like, dude, did you hear that?
2: Yeah. It was crazy. And the craziness is at least three of us heard it. And, uh, but yeah, I was there, you know, recording with my video camera. I was just trying to get video for the show. And um, you know, as I'm recording and John was asking questions, it just, all of a sudden, I just, I don't know, I just, you know, it just felt like something was just standing beside me. Um, you know how you, you get that feeling when you know you're not alone. Just some, something, somebody's staring at you. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's exactly how I felt. And as it progressed, you know, as soon as I felt that, that's when the dog started looking at me and Leroy, and he started growling, you know, which I knew. As soon as that dog started growling, I knew a fact that i wasn't losing it you know what i mean i knew that there was something there with me or at least right beside me and of course as as it went on all of a sudden i just i started feeling like almost like an electrical charge throughout my body i've never felt this way before just kind of like i don't know if anybody out there would have you accidentally stick your finger into a light socket you know it's it's not as intense but it's kind of how the best way i can describe it um just like electrical surge throughout your body. So I felt that it was enough for me to like kind of lean over and I was kind of getting concerned because I didn't know what was going on with me. Um, And then eventually it kind of subsided. But then next thing I know, everybody else that was in, you know, around us, they started feeling it, maybe not as intense, but they started kind of working itself around the room, which was really weird. And I know you had felt it, John.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I felt that uh, that cobwebby cold kind of feeling. It felt like a spider had, um, you know, shot uh, a freaking cobweb over my head. But it was like cold. It was weird, yeah. man. I was like, man, it's like this cobwebby feeling, and that's definitely something that's paranormal.
0: Because uh, exactly. I've only
1: felt that in in cases where houses were haunted or there was activity, and it's got to be like some kind of static is what you're feeling it's making the air colder too, you know, it's changing the environment is what it's doing.
0: Um, Great. And
2: we were, and we were always told that these, you know, the entities or, you know, ghost spirits, whatever you want to call them, they, they had produced some form of electricity, you know, electrical charge, you know, and, and that's exactly what it reminded me of when it was affecting me, you know, so I'm, so it kind of makes me think, okay, well, there's obviously something to that because um, why am I feeling this electrical surge all of a sudden it almost, yeah, yeah. it almost kind of it almost kind of made me feel like it was that's kind of it sounds kind of weird but it almost like it went through me yeah I mean that's what it, yeah because you kind of reacted to it pretty much uh,
1: like what the hell oh you're like, dude that was like something went something went right through me
2: sorry about that no that's fine but yeah then shortly as weird what was weird after you know the dog kept growling And he even went out of the room into the hallway and he didn't want to be in there. And he kept looking back at us. He was looking at something and he would growl bark for a while. And then we kind of, you know, it kind of died down and we decided to move on. So we started walking out from that bedroom through the hallway into another bedroom. And all of a sudden, as we passed another room, we heard this, Hey, like this disembodied voice out loud, it, it just, to me, it had to have been the same thing that had affected me in that room. It had to be. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause it, it knew, you know, in that case it was targeting me, but you know, it targeted everybody in that room, but it was like really me at that point. And as soon as I passed that doorway, that's when I heard it. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is if you watch the video, um,
1: because I got that on the handheld. Uh, I think Amy was actually shooting the uh, handheld. And uh, when she pans into that little library, something does go by the uh, camera. It goes opposite of the way she's panning it. Like she's panning to the right and whatever, whatever passes the camera goes left. And uh, the people from animal plant didn't pick it up, but I picked it up and I was like, Whoa, there's some kind of something passes in front of the camera uh like it looks like energy like orange energy or something it's kind of weird it looked oh. orange uh oh. yeah you see it briefly it, it just goes by the camera it almost looks like a glitch but it's not a glitch you know and and just hearing yeah. that voice and that's where the voice came out of was that little library when we passed oh, that yeah. we all heard it it was like hey we're like whoa i mean we stopped in our tracks i was laura was first i was behind laura you were behind me and amy was backing up the rear and right. uh dude that was just such a loud disembodied voice man it was i was like,
2: whoa man that was super cool and it's funny because i went from kind of like fear because of what happened earlier to pure excitement once we heard that disembodied voice it was kind of crazy Um yeah i don't know what made me kind of switch that way but this is the way it panned out i tell you what man we, we experienced so much stuff in there
1: like voices i mean we were catching all these voices and a lot of them were really low but we were catching them and uh we actually thought we were doing something wrong remember we were yeah. like i'm sending you all these clips i'm like dude i got another clip dude i got another clip i got another i'm like what the hell is going on and you're like dude what are you doing are you doing something wrong i'm like <laughs> no man <I'm> just, <laughs> i hear the stuff in the recorder like there's voices in the recorder like i You know, I'm like, I know I'm not doing anything wrong.
2: Yeah. We didn't know if it was our equipment or something.
1: Yeah. Like some of them, you know, we weren't even in the house and we're hearing voices. You know what I mean? I'm just like, we weren't even in the house and the recorders are picking up voices. Yep. And that was the first case where I ever heard, um, disembodied footsteps was in that house.
2: Yes. That was
1: freaking awesome. When we were upstairs, me and Don were upstairs and we heard from, it sounded like it came from the front door, walked through the, through the living room, into the dining room, into the kitchen, and pulled out a chair. And we had cameras going. Now, don't, don't, don't think we didn't have cameras going. We did. But the cameras picked up nothing, nothing. And where the chair pulled out, the camera was, you couldn't see it because the counter overhung the, the, uh, where the chair's the chair stool was. And it put but you heard remember we heard the chair, go, like pull yeah, out. Yeah, you
2: can definitely hear it pull that pull out for sure.
1: Yeah, and we're like, damn, dude, look at the camera's right there, but you can't see it because the, the counter overhung the stool. I was like, damn it, that's the chair that moved it was right there. Uh yeah. and I just remember like that first disembodied voice we heard. Remember, we were sitting in the kitchen.
2: Yo, yeah. Yep. you
1: you you're like, you know, it was just like this whispery ass woman's voice like i think i think you say something like you know sandra are you here and you just hear this yes Dude, it's yeah. like super cool i'm gonna play that clip for everybody and let them hear that clip i'm gonna play it right now So get your headphones on and uh listen to this clip this is the first voice we really heard uh when we first started investigating i think this was of the first investigation wasn't it it was yeah yeah, yeah. so this is the clip
0: Danger, if you're here, let us know. What
2: was that? I don't know. Did you hear that? Yeah. Sounded like a yes, didn't it? Yeah. That was cool, man. (laughs)
1: It's like, yeah. Yeah, because it it almost.
2: It almost, you could tell it used the refrigerator noise, you know, as a way of talking. Yeah, that refrigerator
1: mm. was so freaking loud. But it yeah, used it. I'm going to play it again, too. I'm going to play it again. Let's play it one more okay. time.
2: Okay. Okay. All
1: right.
0: Sandra, if you're here, let us know.
2: That?
1: Wow. Did you hear that? Yeah. Sounded like yes, S, didn't it? Yeah. That's so <laughs> cool, man. It That's is. so cool. That was That's like our first our first disembodied voice, man, in that house, and we were just like blown away. We're like, yeah, this place is haunted,
0: dude. <laughs> we're like, <"Man>, <laughs> Yep,
1: yeah. there's definitely yours yep, here. For
2: sure. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt on that day.
1: And you know what? The more we started investigating it, the more stuff we started to get. Now, now Sandra, we did find out that Sandra lived in that house, and she died in that house as well, Um, along with her father. Her father died in the house, too. And what's weird is, didn't she work at your company or something like that, Don? Didn't Sandra know somebody or they knew Sandra or
2: something like that? Yeah, but I don't think it was at my company, I don't think, John. It wasn't it mm-hmm. your company? I remember We're I know she knew point somebody
1: point. that you knew because I remember yeah. you telling me you're like, you she worked with her or something like that.
2: Yeah, I don't remember, it was been a while. I know
1: that was such a long time ago, but I remember you telling me that she worked with somebody you worked with.
2: That's what it was. Another woman, yeah, I knew somebody, right? That's right, yeah, because I knew somebody that, that she had used to work with, but it wasn't at my job, it was somewhere else that uh. I get what it was, but yeah, it was. That's how they that kind of tied together, though. Yeah, I mean, it was just like all these coincidences were kind of like
1: falling into place with, with these people. And uh, what's really weird is is Bill was the man who owned the house, and uh, Sandra was his daughter, and uh, Sandra had died in the house, and Bill died in the house. Well, Bill didn't die in the house. Bill was uh, forcibly removed from the house, but he was dying. Um, he couldn't take care of himself, so his brother had him removed. And Bill didn't want to be removed from the house. He wanted to die in that house. Uh, he wanted to. He wanted to die in his home. He didn't want to go to a hospital and die. Uh, his brother sent like orderlies there to get him, take him to a hospital, give him care. And he it from what the grandchildren told us that he literally went kicking and screaming and he didn't want to go. They had to strap him down to a gurney. uh, All kinds of stuff. I know it sounds terrible, but, you know, dying in a house by yourself is, that's pretty terrible. You know, you're alone, yeah. you know, you're dying from cancer. And I mean, I understand why his brother did it, you know? Um, why would you want your brother to die in a house by himself? You know what I mean? He didn't want anybody taking care of him. and Right yeah i mean i it was it was it was merciful you know what i mean I, I, and i definitely understood it um but he didn't understand it you know what i mean he wanted to die there and right. i think that's that's the main reason why he
2: came back to haunt the house is because he he loved that house that much that he didn't want to leave it you know no he did not hey and, and i did want to say something to you john i'm sorry to interrupt but, you but um I, it did ring a bell when we started talking about this, but you were right. You know, my old boss with my job, he's the one that told me he knew her, Sandra. Yeah. That's how I found out about that.
1: Yeah. I knew you. And it was something like that. I remember you telling me and you're like, dude, he knows Sandra. And I'm like, oh, yeah. wait, they, what are the, what are the coincidences of that? Of that? You know right. what I mean? Yeah.
2: Cause, cause they used to work together. Yep.
1: It's like, you know, you know, folks, it's like, you know, you do this, and it's like there's certain cases, like you get a case, you're supposed to be there. I, it's it's weird to say that, but for some reason, we were supposed to, to be there. And all this stuff came around a whole 360. I mean, it came around from the beginning to the end. Um, and what's really weird is even me and Don, me and you said this plenty of times, you know, they named their dog Leroy. This family had no idea who lived in the house before them. Uh, they, they really had no idea about the history of that family. Nothing. They named their dog Leroy. The man who got who forcefully removed his brother from the house. His name was Leroy. Yeah. What What are the coincidence of that happening? They're naming their dog Leroy. You know what I mean? Strange.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's the brother that had his brother removed from the house. Like, dude, what's not a coincidence you know what I mean it's something reaching out from beyond to tell a story you know what I mean like this is what happened here it was almost like they were reaching out to us and this family to tell this story you know what I mean like I wanted to die here my brother wouldn't allow me to die here so now I'm, I'm back here I'm coming back here this is my house and, uh, I'm going to make sure nobody else lives in it, but me, but there are, there is a family living there now, but, uh, I'll tell you what, he was a, it was a big presence in that house from the beginning to the end of that case. Yes, he was. And he's still there. I can almost yep. guarantee you He's still there without a doubt.
2: And this is the only case, John, that you, you and I really had where I feel like, you know, it's kind of had, like you said, a story. It was, it, it started in the beginning and it had a, an ending to it. Yeah, we had closure to it. Uh, I mean, yep. the activity never stopped, but
1: we knew who was haunting the house. We knew why, we basically, basically knew why the haunting was there. You know right. what I mean? And there's right. so many cases that we do that we don't understand why the haunting's there. You know what I mean? Like, why is this place exactly. haunted? You know what I mean? Exactly. Okay, so someone died here, or whatever. You know, there's no real history behind what really happened in the house. There we got into the history. I mean, we met the granddaughters, um, all the grandchildren from Bill and uh they basically told us everything that happened from, you know, when they were kids until present, you know, and
0: yeah.
1: how Bill was uh, you know, he was in the military and he was really stern on, on all the on all the grandchildren and but they did say they had a lot of good times in the house. Not like that, you know, but Bill was a real serious, you know, disciplinarian and, and stuff like that. And they yeah. did say they had a lot of really great times in the house with their, with their grandmother. And the grandmother is actually haunting the place too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you have and the and whole Bill, family there. Yep. And Bill didn't even like them playing inside. He would always have them go outside. Remember?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. and what's funny is when we seen that, that apparition outside it there, his, his garage was no longer there anymore, but that's where we seen it at right yep. by the garage. Yep. And we did. And we did learn out. We did learn later that he used to go up that damn road and go to the, uh, the, the neighbor's house. Yeah. And that all fell in line. with what we've seen, you know what I mean? Like there was his garage. We, I seen something over by the garage, but when Don seen it, he seen it, going up the road toward right. the uh, neighbor's house that's how fast it moved in between two trees and it was up the dirt road in a, a matter of what it wasn't even two Second. or three seconds I mean, yeah. yeah it was like seconds that's how fast it moved uh i just caught caught it out of the corner of my eye i looked over and i just seen a figure pass this white figure pass in between two trees and i'm like whoa man i just seen something you're like where i was like and I'd never seen it come out from the other side of the tree, but then you seen it up the road further. Like, I'm like, dude, I know I seen a figure there, and you're like, I seen something too, but it was born up that road right there.
2: Yeah, I'm like no I way. I almost missed it. It was so fast. It was
1: that was crazy. I'm like, dude, that's unbelievable. All the times we were there, we'd never seen anything, but we heard a ton of stuff. I mean, a ton. You remember that one night, uh, we're sitting in the. Uh, I think we're at the dining room table. Or no, we were at the kitchen table again. And you, you said something like, "You're not gonna do a damn thing all night." And we heard that loud uh, disembodied voice.
2: That wasn't a dining room table. Was yeah. that the dining room or the kitchen? Yep, dining room. Yep, dining we had room, yeah. to go out there. Yeah, yep. it was freaking Cause I, loud. Because you know that night it was kind of. I don't know. It was. I think it was one of the less active nights we had, and it just seemed kind of slow. And I was. I guess I was kind of getting a little irritated. And I was just like, hey, okay, we'll see if we can't stir things up a little bit. So I was like, you know, let me guess. You're going to be quiet all night and not do a damn thing. And next thing I know, we hear that voice. Yeah, dude. That was insane. <laughs> that was like, it was like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was really loud. I was like, whoa. That was insane. I got that clip pulled up, too. I'm going to play it for everybody. So uh, if you're out there, put your headphones on. I'll play that clip right now.
0: So what,
2: now you're not going to do anything for us? You're just going to be all quiet all night and not do a damn thing?
1: That is insane, <laughs> dude. That was so loud. I mean, you can hear it even echoing, dude. You can, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Dude, I remember we were like, what the hell? That was, I'm going to play that again.
2: So what, now you're not gonna do anything for us? You're just gonna be all quiet all night and not do a damn thing. (laughs) And if you notice it's female. Yeah. It's a female voice. That is so so crazy. I don't know if Sandra didn't like what I had to say that night or what, but definitely got a response.
1: Yeah, I think it pissed her off a little bit with kind of I think so like too. That. <laughs> I Don't think she liked it because she was like, "Yeah, yeah, I was so loud." I'm like, "Whoa, what the hell?" Yep. Oh my god, dude! I'll tell you what, man, that was definitely an awesome, awesome case. Now the kids, the kids used to see Bill. Oh, uh, I think all the kids seen him. They used to yep. call him the, the the bloody man because he looked like he was like red. They yep. said every time no, they, they seen him, face. he was like like really red like almost like he had blood on his face. But I, I know he died. He he died in a hospital. He didn't die in the house. So um I'm wondering why maybe that's just the way they that he was projecting himself to them to maybe try to scare him or something. I really don't know. I think so. And uh you know we had the opportunity I I uh, they went on vacation and um remember we, we had the house for a week. There was no yes. one in the house um we set up some game show cameras in the basement and i actually took the dog the dog came to my house and uh i had leroy at my house for a week and um we set cameras up in the house and you know i thought we were really gonna wind up catching bill on video but we did catch something on the game show camera that was quite uh
2: interesting remember that we did, we did. in fact i'm looking at it right now <laughs> oh are you yeah, because we actually got uh, newspaper clipping, remember? Maybe yeah. Put that on the newspaper clipping.
1: That, I'm telling you what, the game trail camera, something triggered the game trail camera in the basement. Now, the basement was Bill's area. He had a uh, a workshop in the basement uh, when he was alive, and he was the grandchildren said he was always in the basement working, doing something, building something. He was always doing something. Uh, he was either in the basement or out in his garage and uh, we set the Game Show camera up exactly where they said he always was at and working, and uh, lo and behold, we got a picture of something, uh, a person moving really close to the camera, and it set off the uh, motion sensor of the camera and snapped a couple pictures, and uh, in, in one frame, there's a person. It looks like holding a cat.
2: Yeah, that's now, what I thought, yeah.
1: Now here's the here's the really funny part about that is Bill had a three-legged cat that he used to carry around and named him Hoppy. Remember that?
2: Yep. I remember he, that.
1: He carried the cat around all the time. The granddaughter said he carried that cat everywhere he went cuz the cat had three legs and he called him Hoppy. And sure enough, there's a fi- there's a figure it you can't define the figure very well cuz it's about halfway into the frame, but you can see the cat. You can see the ear. You can see the head. You can see the fur. You see all of it. And you're just like, whoa, that is definitely a cat. It's a cat yeah. for sure. And, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're like, that's is coincide with everything that they said about Bill. He carried the cat, the three-legged cat. You know, there's a figure holding the cat. There was no one in the house. No one. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what's the best part about it is there was no one in the house. No one. I know for a fact because we were the only ones that had a key.
2: Yeah. And there was no one there. And uh, plus, you were like, what the hell, dude? Plus, if you remember, they still had his old cigarette butts down in the basement when he was yeah. down there smoking. Some of his tools were down there, too. Yeah.
1: all If you went into the back part, like his tools and stuff were still in there, so... You know, was he attached to the to that house? Most most definitely. He, I, you know, I don't think he'll ever leave that house. No, no, but that was his sound, place. Yeah, he was sounding. Like he was a really stubborn guy too. Like he it he did. he liked it his way, and that was it. Now, now, one question that uh, I always I'm, I want to bring up now that I didn't bring up back then with you is, you know. everything that we've learned over the last 20 years you know do you think that laura projected a lot of the phenomena because laura is like something different about laura like she's like uh, like a magnet to the stuff uh do you think that she kind of produced some of like this poltergeist activity with movement and stuff that was going on there and these flashes of light remember she said one time she came downstairs and the whole kitchen illuminated in this flash of light, you know, and, you know, could she be the one producing the phenomena?
2: She could be. That's for you know sure. I mean, I, mean I, think, I, I think there is a combination of things like we had talked about before going on where, you know, definitely the house for sure is, is haunted, um, you know, with spirits that had passed away, but, um, or people that passed away, but also you have uh, Laura herself, which I don't know, they almost she almost seems to attract attract things. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like they're feeding off her. Um, yeah. so you know, you, you figure between the combination of those two going on, I mean, wow. I mean, that's that's a heck of a experience to to see. Yeah. You know. So no wonder that place was haunted.
1: Yeah, I mean, she she actually went on a she was actually that interested in the stuff that she actually became a member for a period of time. Remember when she, she wanted to do investigations with us? And i tell you what, every time she came with us, we had weird stuff happen.
2: Yeah, every case. Every case that she was involved with us, there was always stuff going on.
1: I mean, even at the Frankenberger Tavern. Remember, we went to the Frankenberger Tavern. And, dude, the first time I went there, it, we experienced some things, but nothing like it was when she came. I mean, right. we heard stuff moving around in there. She got touched, and, and and you know, at that time in her life, she was going through a lot of things with with uh, you know her family and stuff like that, and that could have charged the atmosphere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, th- I like think it's feeding off of that. Yeah, like I think that she was producing some of that phenomena that was occurring in in the tavern. I really mm-hmm. do because right, when we were there. We went. We investigated that place like four times, and you know. The most activity we had was when she was with us. It was, which was,
2: which is crazy.
1: Yeah, it was really weird. I mean, there've been a couple of times we went. It was super quiet. The only phenomena we ran into were the drunks walking around in Mechanicsburg. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're walking up the van. What are you doing in there? Are you guys, here? <laughs> you know, all drunked up and stuff. You know, it's like, oh man, this is like, yeah, go great. away. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, what the hell, dude? Here we go another drunk, wondering what's going on in the van. I was going to jump out and say, FBI, get down. I got down, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: uh, Yeah, I mean, and there was one point in an investigation. I think we were at Landon House and she was with us. Uh, She's sitting across from me and I'm like looking at her and I'm like, I swear to God, man, like her eyes were like glowing. And she had really blue eyes, but they looked like they were glowing in the dark. I'm like, you're freaking me out a little bit. She was what I'm uh-huh. like, your eyes look like they're glowing. Like I was freaked out, man. I'm like looking at her, I'm like, Am I really seeing this? Like and I'm like rubbing my eyes. And I'm like, looking at her, I'm like, your eyes look like they're glowing. Like like the movie Dune. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Dune. Yeah. Yep. How their eyes would turn that like kind of blue, glowy kind of stuff. Dude, I swear to yep. God, her eyes lit up like that for like a brief couple seconds. And I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, Your eyes are glowing. She's like, What am I? Like, your eyes are glowing. And I'm like, I'm freaking out, <laughs> I'm like, I'm freaking <laughs> out. Strange. Like, I'm, I'm like, what the hell, dude? I'm like, your eyes yeah. are freaking glowing. And she goes, they're glowing. I'm like, yeah. Like, I, I said, I, I got, I actually got a bit moved because I was like, man, was she gonna get possessed or something? Like, what the hell's going on? Like, <laughs> I was freaked out, man. I'm not kidding. I was like, what the hell? And you remember yeah. the night she was there, dude? We had all kinds of phenomena happen at Landon House. Remember hearing disembodied voices in the basement? I mean, dude, it was creepy.
2: Yeah. It was super it was, creepy. The Haldeman mansion too. Remember that? Yeah. She was with us on that one. I remember when it was her and I, and I, I think another member that we had with us, we were in the in the attic and we were asking questions and all of a sudden we got a, uh, a voice, but no, we didn't hear it at the time. But uh, when we played the recording back, John, I'm not kidding you. It sound, literally sounds like her voice, like it was mimicking her voice. Really? Talk. Yeah. You still have that clip. I still have it, yeah. Unfortunately, I can't play it tonight, but I have it. That's
1: so. yeah, We'll dig it up, and when she comes on the show, we're gonna play it.
2: Okay. We'll
1: we'll put it on, and when she comes on, we're gonna we're gonna play a bunch of stuff with her and uh, get into some some stuff with her because I think the house she's living in now has activity too. So
2: that's what it, she was saying, yeah.
1: Could the whole thing of you know this whole haunting could it erupted because of her? It's it's highly possible.
2: It's possible.
1: Yeah, I now, mean, I, it's weird. Like I said,
2: I stopped by there before with the current <clears> homeowners, and they tell me they weren't really having much going on, and they they one said they had a friend and friend in the house, and the other one said there wasn't anything going on. So I find that hard to believe. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, Bill ain't going anywhere. Yeah, definitely not.
1: Uh... Like I said, they had a they had a psychic come in when we were there. Not by us. Uh, we didn't want a, a psychic to come in there. But, uh, you know, the homeowner requested one. So, you know, we're not going to tell the homeowner no. So
2: right.
1: it's her home. She can do what she wants. Uh, you know, and they brought in uh, a psychic. And uh, I don't know, you know, it's... <laughs> She hit on some things, but then she was really in outer space with a lot of other things. You know what I mean? So,
0: was it,
1: was it, was she? I mean, when she was talking to the grandchildren, she was spot on with a lot of stuff uh, that she couldn't have known because they didn't tell anybody. I know Mm -hmm. that for a fact. They didn't tell, they didn't tell the producers, they didn't tell anybody about their experiences as a kid. And she nailed it right on the money. um, Right. She was writing it down. She's like, yeah, I see uh, dresses like your your grandmother used to dress you guys all up the same, and, that, and they were like, oh, my God, you're right. You're right. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was just so much stuff that she nailed right on the money, but then there was some stuff that she didn't nail on the money. You know what I mean? So I guess it's kind of like hit or miss with it. You know? I do
2: True.
1: I mean, psychics, I never really yeah, – we never really got involved with psychics. You know what I mean? So – there's always that there's always that skeptical side to me when it with psychics that I mean not that they're not real I'm sure there's real psychics you know what I mean like
0: Absolutely. people that
1: I don't know if it's if they're, if they're psychic or they're able to read your mind you know what I mean are they are they right. are these people able to read your mind or are they really talking to dead
2: people you know what I mean Right. And, you know, we, we like to have actual evidence, meaning that, you know, whether on audio or video, you can't really yeah. go by feelings and things of that nature.
1: Yeah. Like, like you, you know, you get a lot of groups that use Ghost Box and SB7 and uh, Frank's Frank's Box. And uh, I'm going to play a clip that I caught on a, on a homemade Ghost Box that I made. Uh, it's interesting, but, you know, it says Sandra which she died in the house, and uh, it says her name. I'm, I'm going to play the clip.
0: Can you tell us your name? Femba.
1: Boom. Sandra. Yep. I'll play that again.
0: Can you tell us your name? Femba.
1: Yeah, I mean, it says Sandra.
2: Right. Is it, yeah, is it a, day.
1: yeah, is it a coincidence? Is it really the ghost using this device? I don't know.
2: You no, know what I mean? You can't like, prove that.
1: I can't yeah. prove it. It says her name, but I mean, we are using radio stations to, you, this thing sweeping through radio stations and spitting out names and, and you know, it, probably the coincidence of that happening of spitting out Sandra's name is probably like hitting the mega millions. You know what I right. mean? It's probably exactly. hitting the mega millions, but I, I, you know, it was interesting, but is it a ghost that's doing that? I I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't say it is or it isn't. You know what I mean?
0: I, can't I have to say it, yeah.
2: it's it's not by that. No.
1: It's it's paranormal. I I can't understand it. I don't understand why it said Sandra it, it, that woman did die in the house. It's coincided with a name in the house but I guess you want to call it, it's it's not explainable so
2: Exactly. I mean, some people,
1: some people might say it's explainable because it's a radio station and it says names and things like that. But I don't know. It's just.
2: What's the chances though of it saying Sandra at that particular time?
1: Yeah, and we had it happen before in in New Bloomfield when it said the girl's name that died in that house. You know, said Carla. Yeah. And yep. it, it said her name, and it was saying "Help me!" And you know, they they had seen blood written on the wall, and we're gonna do that case too on here too. So. I mean, folks, we, got, we have investigated a ton of places, uh, a lot of residentials in our time. We I have so many case files of the, the cases that me and Don have done over the years. And, you know, it's just getting more and more. So, I mean, we got a lot of content to uh, to put out on the show and you're going to hear a lot of pretty cool stuff. I, I tell you what, we've had a lot of amazing stuff happen.
2: You know? We have.
1: Uh, considering we didn't think we were going to have nowhere near that kind of activity (laughs) when we first started you know what i mean we're just like no Uh, i mean we belonged to a group before we started the harrisburg area paranormal society and it was a shit show you know (laughs) i was just like oh this this is how it's gonna be i don't think i'm getting into this stuff man like and i was glad you were feeling the same way because me and dom were feeling the same way the way they were doing it wasn't quite on the same page like we wanted to do it you know
2: no it wasn't efficient enough
1: no i think me and you were talking back and forth about it and we're just like and let's start our own thing man you know and you're like hell Mm -hmm. yeah dude let's do it and we did it we're we're still here all these years later you know and they're gone (laughs) (laughs) they're gone and (laughs) we're still here so yep that just goes to show you like there's a lot of groups that they're going to be here for a long time, and there's a lot of groups that are going to fade out like the wind, man. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah, uh, and, and,
2: I, and I do believe that you and I were meant to do this together. I do. Oh, and yeah. I, I mean, just like the
1: Duncan case, I mean, you know, that thing came around, like I said, full circle, man. I mean, I was not expecting that to happen. Um no. And it did. It, I mean, we got down to the nitty gritty with that case with the the family and it was kind of a really special moment I think for us it was you know because it was finally a case that we did that had some kind of closure to it you know what I mean
2: right right
1: it was a closure not only to Laura and her family but it was a closure to Bill and his family you know what I mean yep
2: and it was their way of saying goodbye
1: yeah and it was a closure for us which was yeah Amazing because you don't get that in a lot of no, cases. You don't, and hardly any. You really, really don't hardly get any closure in a case. You know, it's just like, just like the the Newcastle case. I mean, you know, we had it blessed, Bill Bill being blessed it, and you know, like I said, the the uh, activity decreased, but and, and stopped for a period of time. But then it came back in intensity, and it's happening all over again. And yeah. There's no rhyme or reason behind it, but how do you really fight something that you can't see? True. You know what I mean? How True. do you know you got rid of it? You can't. You don't You don't know. I mean, I can guarantee you, in any case where a paranormal group said they got rid of a ghost, I can guarantee you probably 100% that we could go in a week later and pick up activity. Yeah. I up voices all that yeah. You know, because I mean look at the case we did in, in York uh, you know I had the house blessed you know with a priest and we had stuff happening during the blessing and you know the priest is like should we do it again I'm like <laughs> you know, we're hearing growling noises in the kitchen he's like where's the dog I'm like they don't want a dog said, they don't have a dog there's no dogs here he's like are you kidding I'm like no I'm not kidding he's like yeah should we do the blessing again? I was like, I think it's going to work. He's like, I don't know. Let's try it. But I'll tell you what, he did the fast track version on that one. <laughs> he he <did>. dude, <laughs> his ass was hauling through there, throwing the holy water and the oil. And he got out of there with the quickness, dude. That's no joke. He wasn't playing around on the second year around. He pfft, 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 every room and he was out the door. I just I you. John imagine. see you. He was gone. <laughs> Yeah, and he was it. It did, and the activity never stopped. And you know what else I found out, Don? I did find out. I have friends that live around the corner from that house, literally right around the corner. And you remember the people that moved in there? They were two yeah. guys that had moved in there. One of the guys committed suicide in that house, right? One of the guys killed himself in that house. You believe that? Mm. Jeez, that's crazy. Dude, all the crazy stuff that we happened in that house too, and. and somebody kills himself in the house. Uh-huh. You imagine what the activity is like in there now.
2: Now. Yeah. And you know now what? You that-
1: They're not renting the house out.
2: Uh-huh. That,
1: the other person moved out. That house is sitting there right now. Empty. There's no one in that, the
2: house. And that just goes to show you that stuff's still going on.
1: Yeah. And could, could whatever was in that house to begin with been an influence.
2: That's what I was just going to say. I was wondering if it, if it was an influence for him to do that.
1: Like in a, like some kind of oppression or, you know, something like that. Yep. Because I'll tell you what, dude, that place was active too. You know, that yes, was, it was, we had a ton of stuff happening there right away. I mean, just for my walkthrough, you know, they, they had the daughter who was sleeping in the basement. I'm just doing a walkthrough and, and heard a female voice say, help me in the basement. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And uh, one of the investigators was with us and uh, I'm like, did you hear a voice? He's like, no, I was like, oh, yeah. I definitely heard a voice of a female say, get out. I mean, I said, help me. And then when I, I played it back, you hear it clear as day, like, help me. I'm like, what the hell, dude? We ain't even, yeah. we're not even five minutes into the case. And I'm already hearing voices in the basement, I'm like, yeah, dude, it's haunted. Like, there's things going on. There's definitely things going on. And I uh, yeah, can't was, deny that. Yeah, I mean, and that's going to be another good case to, uh, to uh, put on here and uh, let people hear this case because we recorded a ton of uh, disembodied voices, EVPs. Uh, like I said, you know, in a lot of cases, you don't get a lot of video evidence, but you do come out with a hell of a lot of audio, um, especially if there's things in there that want to communicate they might not have the energy to to manifest themselves and, and show themselves to you. And that the easiest way is, I think is through audio without a doubt.
2: Right. Without because a doubt. I think they're, I think they're able to use some form of sound waves in order to talk, you know, whether yeah. it's our voice or some other form of, of you know, particular sound.
1: Now I hear a lot of like the paranormal celebrities say, Oh, it's, uh, uh, what the hell they call it? That, uh, Paradelia, like sound paradelia or something. No 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 no. That they they're using reverbial noises to speak. It, well, it just yeah. it's because it's producing a sound
2: wave. Right. And and just it's, think it's about, no
1: different than white noise, right?
2: Right. And just think about what this case here in Duncan. I mean, that one with you know with Sandra and it using the refrigerator noise in order in order to talk. So
1: Yeah, that's know? not the refrigerator going,
2: yes exactly that's a voice dude but she's using that refrigerator noise in order to speak i do yeah. i
1: I definitely firmly believe it because she did it when even when we had the loud one like the, yeah 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 you know dude yep they're, they're definitely using these these sound waves and these reverberal noises to speak uh, you're gonna have a whole lot of people say no 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 oh this bullcrap dude i'm telling you man you they're using it without a doubt right. We just don't understand how they're using it, how they're able to manipulate it and use it to transform these sounds into words. You know what I mean? Right. Like they got to use some kind of sound waves. They don't have a body anymore. They don't have a voice box anymore.
2: Exactly. And, and tell how me they, how, how are they, you know, using our voices, for example, like mine and yours at times when they're talking, um, that it sounds exactly like us,
1: yeah. you know? Is it, is it like the reverbial noise kind of stuck in the atmosphere and are able to use it and, and harness it to mm-hmm. to talk? We don't know. That's the problem no, we don't. with this. You know what no. I mean? And you, nope. I hear so many groups talk about, we got an answer for this. We got an, You don't have an answer for Jack Squat. No. As long as we've been doing it, uh, we've, we've ran a lot of tests and stuff. I mean, we even did the moon phase test. You know what I mean? Like people said, the different moon phases and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, we did that for a year at at Laura's. And you know what? That's a bunch of crap, too. Yeah, It it didn't didn't matter. matter. Yep. I mean, we were back there. uh, One full moon, you might have had activity. You went back on another full moon. There was no activity. There was nothing. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, a a waxing moon, we might have had some activity. The next waxing moon, no activity. And we charted all that. I charted all that. I made sure that I went back and checked all the moon phases for the times that we investigated. And they were different every single time. So people, if they say your moon Mm -hmm. phases affect things, it's it's not true. It's not true. It wasn't true in that case. You know what I mean? I mean, you really have to do it in every case you do, if you really want to check a lot of years of it to see if there, but I don't, I don't think there is any, because this stuff is unpredictable. It is. It's totally unpredictable when it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, how are you going to say that, you know, you have an answer to something when you really don't? Nope,
2: you don't. You have no idea when this stuff's going to happen.
1: No. You know, and I'm not, I'm definitely not going to put something out there that I'm not really sure on. You know what I mean? Like, I I can capture a voice and say, yeah, that's definitely a voice we heard out loud. We recorded it. Here it is. I'll play it for you. You take your own decision, you know, make your own decision of what you think it is. But we heard it. We were there. We heard it. We're not BSing about it. This is what we got. Uh, it's not through uh, a voice device, uh, you know, uh, uh, a ghost box, or it's not through an SP7. It's it's not through any other kind of device. It's what we're hearing out loud, and that's the only way I like to really catch it. To be honest, I use you know that that voice box stuff gets on my nerves. Everybody does.
2: Me that. too. It, me too. That
1: that shit gets on my nerves. I'm like, God, I can't stand that stuff, man. It gives me a headache. Yeah, it doesn't.
2: Plus you don't know what else is interfering with while you're doing your audio, you know? Yeah.
1: Like, like, okay, we're using, okay, you're using the, the, the hack shack, like the one I made. Right. So what if somebody comes through on a two way radio outside and it's able to interfere with that? They know you're doing a ghost thing and they're over there jacking you off, you know, on the, on a radio. Yeah, saying yeah, I'll kill you, and you know stuff like cussing on it and stuff like that. Can that interfere with your radio? Of course it can, because tractor trailers interfere with the radio all the time. Sometimes you'll be listening to the radio and you hear a tractor trailer truck driver come over over the CB on a radio. Yeah, it does affect the radio, like without a doubt, because I've heard it before. Yeah, and you hear a truck driver pop on, Listen, you know, I'd be listening to the ball game down in Baltimore on a radio when I was a kid with my dad and all of a sudden you hear a truck driver popping on. Yeah. Yeah. She was sexy as I don't know what, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that was nice. You know, you trying yeah. to listen to the ball game here Two truck drivers talking about some, some lot lizard they picked up, you know, you're just like,
2: right. Oh, yeah, I it can scary. show you that it does happen, you know? Yeah. And they're nowhere near
1: us. You know what I mean? They didn't drive by right. the road. We we're just sitting out on the front stoop, you know, listening to the radio. But, that's the kind of thing. If you know, it's like it's that old saying, you know what I mean? When in doubt, throw it out. You know what I mean? That's if you can't, I, how many times have you said that? You know yeah. what I mean? And it's not you know, wrong to do that. You know, if you can't really prove it, you got to throw it out. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, a lot of people live by those devices, we don't. You know no. what I mean? Not to say that they might think they're getting great evidence on it, but we don't live by that. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not a shame that people live by it, but they said, it. "I'm gonna prove." I I'd rather catch them on our audio without any kind of device because I know it's it's legit,
0: right?
1: You know, I know it's legit, yeah. and I go into great details of cross checking all the recorders to make sure that that's not someone, one of our guys talking because I have recorders throughout the whole house. And if I catch a voice at nine twenty, I go into every recorder at nine twenty, and I make sure whoever's in the house. If there's somebody in the house, it's not them.
2: Yeah, you have to, yeah, you sure. have to,
1: if you don't, then you're just kind of pissing into a fan and getting yourself wet. You know what, but, <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I'm getting wet. That's cool. Yeah. That's nice. But you know, you got to do it the right way. And we're all not, you know, perfect with this stuff. You know, there's a lot of people that think they're perfect and, you know, they're the best. And you, know, you hear a lot of groups out there say, Oh, we're the best at this. And we're, whatever, man, you know, you yeah, be the best. And, no. you know, you're not, you're only fooling no. yourself because there are no answers to this stuff. We're well, about that's... as close to finding an answer to this. In the last 50 years, we have not one answer to any of this. Yeah, nothing, nothing. Nope. Until until a legitimate science picks it up and is able to really run some serious testing on this stuff, uh, and try to be able to control it and figure out what you know really you know really get scientists into a really freaking haunted place. You know what I mean? Where the activity is freaking insane. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. And you'd have to It'd, be a way there has, has to be a way to like trap it.
1: There's got to you know? be a way. There has to be a way that you can Yeah, you're going to have to find exactly the right time when this paranormal event happens to test it. And that's the problem with it. You know what I mean? I don't know everything about this and I never said I did. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And you don't either. You know what I mean? Nope. No one does. You no. have a lot of a lot None of, of theories do. in it. You know, I think Dr. Taff has probably one of the best theories on it, and that's people are producing the phenomena. Mm-hmm. There are people that are producing paranormal phenomena, and it's not a ghost in a lot of cases. It's these people producing phenomena. It's not you know like like a demon in the house or anything like that. It's just these people have this weird kind of electrical current in their body like an ac current is an unstable current so you got some kind of weird current running through your body and then something ignites it like like i said like two like a positive and negative wire hitting poof, it hits that spark and then boom you have paranormal activity
2: yeah and we only use a small percentage of our brains so who knows what the other part's able to do
1: we have no idea what we're what we're capable of doing No. Whatsoever. Can we make things move? Sure. I mean, I did a case. This is the, again, I did a case. Uh, you, you had stepped down for a while, but I did a case close to my house, literally like five miles from my house, uh, this little girl. And uh, she could move things, dude, with her mind. This was no joke, man. I, I didn't see her actually do it, but the family told me when she got pissed off, uh, one time she slammed her foot down. And dude, the refrigerator doors blew open like violently. Wow. Yeah, wow. she wanted something out of the refrigerator. And the mother said, No, you're not getting it before dinner. It was like some sweets or something. And she said, I want it. And she slammed her foot down and the refrigerator doors blew open. She said, Her and her husband were just standing there in shock, like, What the hell just happened? Yeah. That is that little girl's has so much, so much things going on in her head electrically. It was able to produce like a telekinetic kind of activity to open the their doors
2: that's exactly what it is
1: and the paranormal activity was high there was a lot of stuff i only investigated it one time uh they didn't want me to investigate it anymore after that because like, i i capture so much stuff you know i'm in there mm-hmm. i don't even in there like 10 minutes dude i'm like can you do this Boom! And i'm like you know knock on the on the wall three times Dude, I get a I get a knock at the window, literally like ten feet away from me. Boom, boom, boom on the window. The same three knocks. Boom, boom, boom on the window. I'm like, Jeez. wow. And then the freaking lights turn on in the kitchen. Poof. I'm like, whoa, what the hell? What's yeah. even? What's even creepier, bro? I put a recorder in the uh, closet. The little girl said that uh, whatever it was was coming out of the closet again with the closet, right? How many yeah. cases do we get with the kids seeing stuff going out of the closet? Quite a um, bit. Yeah, well, I stick a recorder in the closet, shut the door, it doesn't open all night. I never went back into the, the closet until it was time to leave. Uh, I'm, I'm going home and I'm reviewing that recorder that was in the closet. And sure enough, man, there's a male voice in the closet and it says, it's, what the hell? It was one voice all night. But it captured and it said, soon, I'll have nine kids. I don't know what the hell it meant. I didn't know what, what the it heck? meant. It yeah. said, soon, I'll have nine kids. And I, I had no idea what that meant, but it was freaky. Um, yeah. And it was a creepy voice, too. And I didn't know what it meant. And I, I told the family, I said, look, I, I definitely captured a bunch of stuff in the house. Without doubt, you got stuff going on. Uh, I'd like to come back and present the evidence. They didn't want to hear it. They said, no, we don't want to hear it. So Mm. I think like about a month went by and the the father contacted me and he's like, I want to hear some of the clips that you got. He said, I don't want them to know, but I want to hear them. So I played that first clip, dude, that nine kids I'll have soon. Right.
2: Yeah. He,
1: he hears it. He's like, Oh my God. I was like, what are you? You, You're never going to believe this, but I'm going to tell you. He said, but you know, you did that investigation. I was like, yeah. He said, the next day we had a birthday for my daughter. We had nine kids at the birthday party. I was like, get the hell out of here. He's like, yeah, man. He said, we had nine kids at that birthday party. And that thing says soon I'll have
2: nine kids.
1: It predicted how many kids were going to be there.
2: That's insane.
1: Yeah. That's, that's crazy.
2: It is crazy.
1: Yeah. That's crazy, man. I, I tell you what, when he told me that dude, I was like, "Oh my!" Every hair of my arm stood up. I was like, "No, freaking way, hey dude, no way!" <laughs> He's like, imagine. "Yeah, man." He's like, "Yeah, man." We had nine kids at that party. I'm like, "All right." I'm just, I'm in a twilight zone right now. I'm just can kind of, do 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 You know, I'm like, "Oh my god, dude! Yeah. Wow!" You know, I, I'm telling you, man. This this thing is taking us on a journey, bro. Without a doubt, it has been a long time. You know what? And it's getting better. Look at all the cases we're doing already. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're getting busy. Yeah, man. We're getting into good places, and we're getting contacted by a lot of people. And, uh, you know, it's just it's getting better and better, man. You know, it, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. We're back, in a, we're back in a big way again, dude. It didn't take long.
2: No. no. And it's a good way for us to be able to try to do our best to continue to figure out what, try and figure out what the heck's going on yeah I mean if we can you know what I mean there
1: are no right. answers no there are no not that I know of uh we we've run a bunch of things and we've we've had you know over the years I've definitely kept track of a lot of things that we've done and uh like I said, the moon phase thing we did uh but the whole and I'm doing something right now that I've been doing for uh since I've been back, and that's keeping track of things uh of with certain people and uh you know i've been I've been recording conversations with them at with all the different clients that I had on this this thing that I'm doing. I, I'm gonna put it out at the right time. You know what I mean? When it's the right time. Mm-hmm. Right now just ain't right. the right time. You know what I mean? Like right. when things are important, that's when you you know, when, when you can coincide some things with some other things and everything comes in alignment, then that's the time to bring it out. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah, you go right make sure now it's just, it's the right time.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just not the right time to bring it out. You know, it's just I'm not gonna bring something out that I really can't really validate, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to, but it's, it's difficult because this stuff's so unpredictable, man. It's just, it's hard. It's really hard. And it's, it's, it's frustrating. It's really, it's really frustrating.
2: It is. You wish you wish there was more ways to make it, you know, all come together, but as at least right now, it ain't going to happen.
1: Yeah. I'm hoping like some of these new things that I've purchased, uh, uh, make a difference in something, you know, with that, especially with that one thing I just bought that I was telling you about. Um, hoping that definitely picks up some
2: activity, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm hoping it does. At least we get some uh, charge going on, huh?
1: Yeah, man, it, it's gonna be cool. I'm, I'm really liking it. I think I think it's gonna work. I really do. I, I'm hoping it does, anyway. So, yeah. well, I, I, you know. I don't know I mean, you know, just some of the stuff we do is it's amazing in one note, but it's frustrating as hell in another. You know, you're just like, that was freaking awesome. And you're all pumped up yeah. and then you're like, yeah, but why did that happen? How did exactly. that happen? You know what I mean? Yeah, we're like, all... we're always like the, questioning the,
2: things.
1: just like the case we just did, you, you know, that the farmhouse. Uh, it yep, was pretty cool. Qu- I mean, we had things happen, dude, but we were hearing a lot of things. We were. And you know that one room we went into and we captured that really cool clip with that thermal. That was freaking awesome. And, and never all, never caught anything on sense. thermal like that before. You know no, what I mean? Never. What's awesome is he had the experience and you know, luckily I had that thermal and I freaking kicked that thermal over and there's something there. Without a doubt. In between his legs, there's something there. And yeah, not just oh, his you can meat. See that.
2: you
0: know what
1: I mean not just is this thing hanging down there but there's something in between his legs like uh, that's cold and it's you can see it actually draped over his legs
2: and it kind of made sense too because he even said before that that he had seen some type of whitish thing low to the ground and And I'm hoping we got that on the camera hopefully I'm I'm hoping yes
1: if we got it on camera that's even more validation of what we call it Right, because he said he started feeling cold. You know, I I took the uh, thermal over to him. He was at like ninety eight degrees, and when I pointed that sucker down at the where that, I seen that that black uh, that black mass that was laying across his legs, that shit was like sixty four degrees.
2: No, that's not normal.
1: No, it doesn't. And the house was hot. Right. There wasn't nothing cold about that house at all. That house was freaking hot. You know, I'm like, what the hell? That was a cool ass picture, man. And you know, in the same room, I said, I think I sent you that EVP last night, uh, about, I think it says, Hey, you found me that, that woman's voice. Did you hear that clip?
2: I did hear that. Yeah.
1: Yep. How awesome is that? And We didn't even hear it. It was awesome. No, and it was loud. Dude, it was loud. I didn't, it was loud. I didn't hear it. And I was plugged in. I'm like, how did I not hear that? You know, me, dude, I'm always listening Oh yeah, you know, and I'm like, if I hear something I'm like, "Whoa, did you hear that?" And you're like, no, "I didn't hear that." I'm like, "Dude, it's like, get out." You know what I mean? This, uh-huh. dude, it. I did not hear it. That just goes to show you, you really got to be paying attention when you're plugged in. If you're not paying attention, just for a brief second like that, you hear some, you know, something happens and you didn't hear it.
2: You yeah, know? you'll miss it.
1: Yeah, you miss it just like that. It's gone. You're like, I missed it. How did I, how did I miss that? I didn't even hear it. The so,
2: you could just do a little bit of movement, and all of a sudden, you just miss it.
1: Yeah, yep. Just like that, the thing in Westminster at that time when I heard that moan, you didn't even hear it. I didn't hear as it. You were, I was we're it moving it. around. Yep. yep. But I heard it, and Amy heard it. It was loud as I don't know what. That was cool, man. It was. It was. Well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna end this show tonight, man. I think that was a pretty cool little show. Uh, just just getting a little started with the Duncanny case. Uh, I know you got to go to work tomorrow. and Me too. So,
2: yeah, I want
1: to thank everybody for uh, coming into the show tonight and you know, listening to the show tonight. If you're out there listening, um, thanks for uh, downloading the the uh, podcast and definitely tune in on Friday nights at nine PM for the Paranormal Journal. We do do live. This one's a pre recorded though, but if you uh, did download it and listen tonight, uh, thank you very much. And uh, we will be seeing you on the next episode live. So. Yeah. Tune in. Uh, I'm going to play a little clip from my boys from Get Em Wet. They're going to be uh, out there doing their thing, playing their new music, and uh, I'm going to try to help them along as best I can. So I uh, hope you guys like this new song they got out. It's called Dig It because I like it because I dig it. So, Don, thank you for coming on, my brother, and uh, let's hey, do it again.
2: Hey, definitely. Thank you. All right, brother. All right, bud. Talk to you soon. Good night, man. You too. Right, Bye, See you.
1: all right folks so let's get down to it we are going to play dig it so this is my boys over there tom blake uh jesse anderson if you guys are listening out there man this is your tune brother this is
0: dig it right, get them wet as I make my way to you, and I've tried to hide it, but baby I can't fight it. It's just, it's just something that I do. You say you love 'em and I leave 'em. You know it's crazy, but true. And I keep moving to the next one, darling. Can you take it like I do? You take it like I do. Oh, can you take it like I do? Oh, heart finally discover, baby, can you do it like I do? I just wanted some comfort. I just wanted some love. I just wanted to hold you, baby, now tell me, is that too much? So many different faces. So many different places. When I'm feeling down and alone, I'm at it straight back you take you it like I do. Oh, can you take it like I do? Oh, yeah. Just a cold heart lover, finally discovered, baby Can you take it like I do? Sing it. That was get 'em wet.
1: That was get 'em wet, folks. Get 'em wet. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh definitely come back next Friday, nine PM Eastern for the live Paranormal Journal. We're gonna have better guests, better, better, better guests, more and more guests. So
0: have a good weekend, everybody, and I will see you soon.